Hi, my name is Antonia Dominguez. And I'm Linda Coogan. And you're listening to Wine, the Long and the Short of It. In proud partnership with Give Wine a Future. Welcome everyone back for bonus episode three. And today we are going to look at gift ideas for that wine lover in your in your life or yourself. Yeah. How about that, Antonia? Yeah, sounds good. I'm really looking forward to hearing about all the things you're going to buy for me. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, I know you love this topic and I know I yeah, it's right up your street and you have a bunch of ideas. So I let you just go for it. And, I'll, and you I'll, can see if you uh, you like the ideas or not, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think our listeners are going to love some of these. Uh, okay, so first of all, um, I'm going to go with something that's very Irish. Um, it's a business called Slated.ie, S-L-A-T-E-D.ie. Mm-hmm. And they make handcrafted uh, pieces of slate, coasters with your initials on it, cheese boards, things like that. And um, they're they're a lovely couple and um, they start at 15 euro for handmade pieces and they're gorgeous. So I bought some for some friends of mine and, of course, myself. So I have lots of their little gifts. That sounds fab. And they come beautifully packaged and uh, they actually hand make them. They don't use machines. So that's my number one. Sorry, can I just ask? So they're Irish, Mm -hmm. but they're an online business. Is that what you said? Well, you buy them online, slated.ie, and you can pick the beautiful shop. It's beautifully uh, presented on the website and you can buy from coasters to cheese boards to all sorts of slated That's pieces. That's amazing. So, yeah, cool. Really nice. Lovely suggestion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. So that's for the food and wine lovers. You know, that could be sort of tick a load of boxes in terms of. Yeah, like it's not just, you know, I, I bought myself a kind of slate thing that has three little copper candle um, holders. And they're beautiful. It's so funny. They always, so funny. They always get people saying, (laughs) um, do those cheeses come with the cheese board? Uh, No, I swear how many times I've seen them on Twitter actually saying to people, you know, this is only the slate piece, not all the things that are decorated on top. So uh, yeah, just FYI, seriously. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next, we have um, another uh, Irish company. It is Paint and Prosecco. So have you heard of that? No. Okay. I actually did it with my mother-in-law. I bought it for her for Mother's Day. Oh, I see what this is. Okay. Uh, yeah. I know what the yeah. concept is. Yeah. But I've never, yeah, so, I didn't know of a company that did it here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really fun. Um, so this girl exploded uh, during the lockdowns and all that and uh, did virtual painting um, but she's back now doing them all over the country. And um, you go, you can paint your pet, you can paint the sunrise, all sorts of different things. And um, I'm sure if you had a gang and you want to do something wine themed, that they would look at you. So paint and Prosecco dot IE and uh, just We're- lovely fun classes. And um, they're in gorgeous places and you get a glass of Prosecco, obviously. And you don't like I can't draw a stick man or a carrot like so they're they're, they're perfect. Actually, you can't draw either. She can't. We should go for. How do you know that now? Well, you always <laughs> say to me, I can't draw. So, you know, um, you can. no, you're not far wrong, I have to say. Um, oh, I think it was a bit harsh now, the, the, the delivery. But I won't disagree with you about my my um, art ability. Um, no, I was just going to ask you about the venues. Where where do they hold these sessions or these, what would you call them, events? 
Yeah, they're cool. They they do them all over the place. I've seen them in Café and Sen. Uh, I've seen them in the place on Opium. So they're gorgeous settings that are kind of really high ceiling, and lovely feel. And you get a glass of bubbles, all the equipment you need, a little easel, your canvas and um, all the paints. And they talk you through everything. So you don't need to know anything about painting. It's just a fun day. Mm-hmm. And the one I did, you got uh, a little thing of uh, Thai curry and a little stir fry dish and stuff. So it's a little afternoon out. It yeah. sounds like a really nice kind of team bonding maybe mm-hmm. thing to do or obviously a hens or something like that. Yeah, but again, yeah. I did it with my mother-in-law. So you could do it with anybody. Do you know yeah. that way? And you mm. start talking to the people around you if you want. So it's it's fun. And I just another, it's a lovely girl. I can't, I can't remember the backstory, but I know that she saw this idea elsewhere and brought it here mm. and she's mm. flying it. Flying my, it. One of my best pals who lived in Melbourne for years, she used to go regularly. So I don't know, maybe came from somewhere. So Bar I think field. the prices it starts around uh, thirty five euro per person, um, and I suppose it depends on the venue. And but it's it's all over the country now, and they do get booked up. So, paintandprosecco.ie. Great. Okay. God, all right. You're really coming up with lovely, unique ideas. I thought we were going to go into the really like obviously the typical glassware. No, no. So fair play to you. I'm. You I'm, see, I'm impressed. See, I think. I think people who are into wine have nice glassware and all that. But mm. obviously we will we'll touch on all of that as well, because if you know, if you're new to wine or you want to get started, I will give some other ideas. Like I'm not going to hog the whole episode, but I, okay. I actually could fill it now if you wanted me to. So <laughs> I don't mind um, if you do. But just these are things that I'd like to receive, to yeah. be honest, uh, hint, hint to anyone <laughs> <laughs> or I've actually gifted two people and they've been really happy with it. So, okay. I mean, that's what a gift is. I mean, you, you give with the intention of this is what someone's going to like. And then if yeah. you buy it for yourself and actually so far, all of these things are something I bought for myself and someone. Wow. So, no, do you know yeah. what I love about that last one is um, that it's experiential. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, when you get like the family or whoever loved ones asking, what do you want for Christmas? Is there anything you need? Is there anything you want? You know, I just never can come up with anything because there's, you know, like I, I just wouldn't be sitting around compiling lists of material things that I want. I'd much rather go for an experience. I think I'm just that kind of person. I love a good food and wine experience or, you know, a trip or, you know, something like that, you know. <laughs> I just mean well. in life in general, yeah. I'm just more into experience rather than, you know, having things. But the thing about it is, for me, a gift is something that isn't necessarily a need. It's it's a kind of want, a little bit of a luxury, and you want to kind of treat yourourself yeah. or someone else. Yeah. I keep saying treat myself as well because you know yeah, I love we that, don't that give ourselves enough things yeah. that we kind of feel is a little bit out of our budget or whatever, or a little yeah. bit too expensive. It's like why not? Do you know? Yeah. Or even even to get kind of a voucher or if, like if it's a big birthday or something, if you get friends to chip in towards something that's a yeah. real experience. This and again, I'm going here later, but a really good bottle of wine that might be 200 quid. Mm. If 10 of your mates threw 20 quid in, then you've got a fabulous, you know, go and find one of the best wine shops, these 64 wines, Mitchell's, anywhere like that you go and to their fine wine section and they'll help you pick a fabulous wine to suit yeah. yourself, you mm. know? Like I got a bottle of Opus One for my 21st, wow. you know, from the family. And this is, you know. Now, sorry, can I ask you, had you dropped the hint to your family that you wanted a bottle or did they just happen to know like this was an iconic wine? 
I, I kind of dropped the hint a few times. <laughs> You're like my sister. When I, I woke up to texts from her with links to things she wanted for Christmas. To Dear the Sandra. family group. Dear no, Sandra, no, no, just totally link. not even that subtle. More like, hey, guys, yeah, I'd be, you know, I'd love any of the above for, for Christmas. I was like, honest to God. You see, sorry, Niall, if you're listening, but Niall bought me wine glasses a couple of years ago and they were those kind of mirrored ones. Do you know? Um, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 So they're in a box somewhere. Um, <laughs> never have been opened. But, you know, they're not for me. Do you know what I mean? They will be regifted to his mother at some point in the future, you know. But, Whenever they like, come back into fashion. Yeah. Like that was a last minute dot com. I don't have enough for her and I need to. Throw yeah. something in. I was like, why bother? Just give me the 35 euro. Like, do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's not me being a snob because I do have nice wine glasses. I didn't need them. And, you know, they weren't my style either. But, oh, I uh, thought you meant sunglasses. <laughs> oh, no, no, wine glasses. <laughs> oh, polarized. I'm sorry. I never they, saw they wine glasses like that looked like mirrors. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving along. Okay. <laughs> Okay, go on. Um, Okay, so the next one you mentioned experience. And this, again, is an experience for me uh, that I bought for myself and a friend uh, during lockdown. Um, But they are still going on as far as I know. And you can actually visit this place in Kinsale. Do you know what I'm going to say? Kinsale Mead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kate and I think it's Des. Well, I know it's definitely Kate uh, Dempsey who runs it. And um, so Mead, if anyone doesn't know, is the world's oldest alcoholic drink and it's made from honey. And they've got loads of different styles of it from sweet to dry. And they're really, really versatile. Uh, So you can drink it on on its own in a cocktail over ice cream. And um, they they have little mini sets that you can buy in lots of off licenses or directly from them for like starting at 20 quid where you can get the full bottle and they're winning awards all over the place. Again, another Irish company, KinsaleMeadCo.ie. So K-I-N-S-A-L-E-M-E-A-D-C-O.ie. And they're starting at 20 quid. But I think they're a lovely little taster for people to try and they're um, they're doing great. I love them, I have to say. Mm, great shout out. You try them? Um, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, but I will. It's it's on the list. Um, I have a little pack yeah. of them, okay. so I might let you taste them. Would you? Great. Yeah. Thank you. But I, I know that-, that. Sorry, go ahead. All right. I bought I bought it for a friend again um, and we did it together. We jumped on the virtual tasting that they did. I'm not sure if they're running them still. Yeah. But uh you know, I know they do tours down there as well. So yeah. anyone can that's where it wasn't it John Turo down there recently. Yes. And that lovely yes, lady. that program who, on, on RTE, yeah, where they, they yeah. visited. Yeah. Great. No, lovely shout out. And actually, while you're on that, you just reminded me of, and I must give her a shout out, another really good pal of mine. So Mia, one of my best pals, has her own company called Brewery Hops. And she, the idea was when microbreweries were really hot on the scene, she would um, she would create sort of tailored trips around the microbreweries of Ireland and oh. um, go and kind of incorporate sort of she's worked in tourism all her life. So she, you know, she'd be bringing on brilliant tours and trips off the beaten track trips. Um, and as time went on, you know, she met people who weren't just into the beers and the craft beers, but they were sort of into their food and their wine and everything like right. that. So she has her own like, fabulous um, 
I don't know, bus is kind of, I feel like selling it short. It's a, it's a gorgeous, whatever, but mini bus, I suppose. But I think it seats about 50 people. And she, you know, she has, she does brilliant bespoke trips. She'll do day trips. She does, you know, five day trips. She gets a lot of custom from sort of the States and yeah, UK and things like that. It's yeah, really popular. But yeah. I think we forget quite often what might be on our doorstep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we forget what to, to do local and something different. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. What's the name? What's the name? So Brewery Hops, Brewery Hops, you know, obviously playing on the hops thing. Um, uh-huh. .ie, I think she is, or .com. And um, I was just going to say she she's incorporating a lot of the food element as well as sort of the Irish artisan food scene, um, you know, in the west of Ireland and cheesemakers and things like that. So it's all about food and drink. And yeah, it's... I it's, haven't heard yeah. of her. That's amazing. Okay. I yeah. love the idea of that. So yeah. I might have to... Do a little mini podcast on that as well. We so could, we, yeah. And I on a trip, see, bring it on the road. I was very lucky. I got invited. She brought me along to her pilot trip, her first ever. She brought a few influencers and she allowed a few of her mates to kind <laughs> of tag on. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm still I'm not, but uh, but I was happy to go along nonetheless. And we had an absolute ball. Her knowledge of Ireland and just like the places, like the little hidden gems of Ireland is just unbelievable. Um, we had a ball and uh, yeah, she's come a long way since then. So yeah, now she's oh. obviously seasonal. I don't know how much she does in the in the winter months, but anyway, check her out. No, that's that's a really nice shed. I've never heard of that as well. So I love hearing new things that you can experience. Yeah. Um. So these are now products. And I know there's no mention of wine really yet, but um. These are two things. So I I did an event last night and I brought a really good quality olive oil and a really good quality balsamic vinegar. And we had lovely bread and we tasted the olive oil and balsamic. And for me, there was nothing nicer than that simple experience of gorgeousness. (laughs) How about that? Well, Um, lovely, except maybe, you know, you could do gorgeous olive oil and gorgeous sherry vinegar. Oh, could maybe match your experience. <laughs> sorry. I, I just think I sherry vinegar episodes in the sherry vinegar is my... such an amazing product, and it's it's yeah you, you don't see it enough, and but it is out there, and I think so where can where can we find this? Well, I'm pretty sure places like a taste of Spain, you won't probably you won't get it in the mainstream multiples that I'm aware of, but you know, your kind of local grocers and things, like good delis, but a taste of Spain I, definitely has some. We have to ask Blanca, Blanca Valencia from Spice Bag Podcast, um, who is hey, the Spanish food expert in this country. So um we'll we'll check with her. But I mean it's yeah, but like a just, fabulous product. Yeah, no, like completely yeah, I, I honestly haven't really had sherry vinegar, but um you know, a really good quality. Do you know Sarah and Olive? Have you heard of that company? No. Um, I love, well, Sarah, Sarah is actually usually in uh, Glass and Evan Market in Dublin 9 or Dublin 11 um, on Saturday mornings. Okay. And she has a stall there and she's the most beautiful Spanish um, olive oil and uh, really, really gorgeous. And they're, they're beautifully presented as well. But like she's the expert in olive oil. Like I, I actually really, really want to do an olive oil course and learn a lot more. I know I did something with Liberty Wine before and they have a lot of um, their Italian producers that make the, a range of olive oil. So, again, you can get them in the likes of Green Man, 64, Sweeney's, D3, places like that. Um, and again, some gorgeous balsamic vinegars as well. Mm. So, just, it, you know, they're, they're not cheap. 
but they can add to someone's like if mm. you were doing a hamper or even stocking yeah. fillers, something mm. like that, even though it's small, it's something that people may not spend money on themselves. But when they taste it, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I was so just thinking. 12 or 25 year old balsamic is just. Oh. Yeah, I was just thinking of that, you know, a little hamper would be gorgeous with some just some lovely. Yeah, olive oils and vinegars and, and, and you know, your little truffles and whatnot. You're, yeah. And a nice couple of, couple of bottles of wine. Yeah, lovely. Right. Have you any suggestions for us? Mine are much more boring. I kind of wish we'd started with me. I mean, I was really leaving this one to you. Um, um, but obviously I'm going to, I'm going to try and take off the obvious options. So, you know, I was thinking about glassware and all of that. Now I, I have to just say, if you are thinking about glassware, I had, I just brought my brother actually, um, some wine glasses and a decanter and, um, and I had to buy for some, for something else as well, um, for a gift hamper, um, in work. And it's just like hen's teeth trying to get good glassware because of the problem with glass. Um, you know, with the rising costs and that. And everywhere I went, they, they said the same thing. Can't get glassware, can't get glassware. So yeah, it might be a bit trickier this Christmas if you're going down that road. Um, but well, it's definitely uh, not ex- inexpensive anyway, that's for sure. No, you know, it's not. I was, I was looking up offers and there's no offers. Right? No, you know. and people often ask me about what's the best kind of wine glassware, stemware to 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 buy. And I like I wouldn't claim to be an expert on glassware, but I think Riedel is very reliable. It can be pricey too. But, um, you know, if you go to something like Zalto, like that's really premium. Like huge I wouldn't prices. trust myself with a Zalto. Like yeah. I just wouldn't. I'm I'm too, you know clumsy right okay no so I've had Riedel now I'm I'm down to my last few Riedel glasses mm-hmm. <clears throat> hint, 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 hint. <laughs> <laughs> no I live here listening um but again like they, they're not just they're break not out friendly. break out the old rainbow mirror jobs <laughs> grand <laughs> um but they might have to come out if I break any more uh, of the Riedel but they are you know durable enough and you know for a nice treat for a, a you know, a wine lover, they definitely tick a lot of boxes. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be going with all the fancy different types unless you're really serious into your, into your wine, like the different shape, Burgundy and Chianti and all the different mm-hmm. styles. I just go with the the everyday, I think, is it a Bordeaux is the, the yeah. standard one. Yeah. Sure. So that's what I would have in, okay. in my house. I wouldn't go fancier than that for me. Yeah. I mean, I like that a nice decanter can be, can be a lovely gift if you're buying somebody like sort of a housewarming gift or whatever, yeah. but we're talking about Christmas um, and just kind of steering away from glass being problematic as it is at the minute. Um, I was thinking of things like, well, you know, I've had some great gifts in terms of um, bottle openers and things like that. And there's, they come in all shapes and sizes and formats and, all sorts of jazzy things out there mm-hmm. now, I think. Um, obviously, the top, well, the, the most interesting um, if for somebody who's a real wine connoisseur who's having glasses of fine wine would be maybe something like a caravan, but they are seriously pricey. I think they probably start around 150 Um, And there's three different models out at this stage. And then you can even get one for sparkling wines. And I think they're 450 a pop. Um, but it's really interesting the fact that they have one for sparkling wine that they can draw a glass out of a sparkling wine bottle and leave yes, it. Hold, hold on, before you start going on about that, people are meant to know what this is. What is a oh. We may have mentioned it before, but people may not have listened to all of our episodes yet, and they'll okay. go back and obviously listen. That's Excuse a good me point. For one second, while I pour some wine from your screw cap, <laughs> from my screw cap. Um, so we, yeah, we talked about Caravan before. It's basically a device, a handheld device, which allows you to draw a glass 
of wine out of a bottle with a cork. It has to be some sort of a natural cork. Um, but it leaves the bottle intact, the closure intact in a way where it's as though you hadn't opened the bottle at all. And it does it by sort of an exchange of argon gas, which basically prevents any oxygen from occupying the headspace and interacting with the wine and spoiling the wine or oxidating the wine. Um, and it's it's like a little needle. It's really like it's, it's so really fine. fine needle that goes. It's, it's fabulous to see it really. It goes down through the cork and then draws up the wine. Um, yeah, so it's really easy to use. And um, it's used in a lot of restaurants that have sort of fine wine offerings by the glass and so on. And um, I have one because, you know, while the tasting. Yeah, like I, it's, it's definitely not for your everyday wine no. drinker that wants to open, like, you know, no, yeah. use it when you've got a collection of wine that you'd like to sporadically taste different um, wines from it or have a draw glass or maybe, yeah. you know, if you taste the same wine, a Bordeaux, maybe if you have 12 bottles, you want to test it every now and again and see when it's actually drinking at its peak. The only warning I would say in my own personal experience of using it at when you get to the half point of a bottle, after using it, there's enough gas, uh, argon gas in it to, you know, counteract its use. So I would open the bottle up at yeah. that stage and pour it. Um, and I hope that a lot of wine restaurants would do the same because I definitely think it interferes with the the quality at that point in my own experience. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that's the rule of thumb really is that once it kind of go below halfway, just open the bottle because there's oxygen in the bottle. And you wouldn't be using it on your everyday everyday cheap and cheerful wine no. because the, the capsules no. of gas are not yeah. inexpensive either. And as I said, this is really for like a special gift for some serious kind of wine enthusiast. If you know, if they've been kind of hankering for something like that. Um stop and where and can fill- we get them? Do you know where you can get them? Yeah, I know like a lot of the independents sell them, like Clontarf wines, I think, have them. I know Wine Online sells it. Um mm-hmm. and you probably get them in the likes of Arnott's and, and Baron Thomas and things like that, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, then stocking fillers could be things like stoppers, like, you know, uh, a bottle stopper. So for that bottle of wine, you know you take it, I, I know you don't Sorry. understand that concept, Linda. You but, don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can get the same for sparkling wines, which is a handy one because, you know, there's nothing worse than opening up a, a lovely bottle of bubbles you know, cava or champagne or whatever. And yeah, you want to keep the fizz in as long as you can. Mm-hmm. So they have um, special sparkling wine stoppers as well. Um, and then another one I was thinking about were subscriptions to things like Food and Wine magazine, which I got yeah. once. Decanter uh, wine magazine, which is... is you stole one of mine. Decanter was on mine. It's a great gift because yeah. it's not inexpensive, but yeah, it's, it's no, a great gift. And it's a brilliant publication. You can get all mm-hmm. sorts of wine reviews there, all sorts of wine articles, and they're not really heavy or technical. It's just a really nice guide as to, you know, what's out there in the wine world, what to look out for, what are the um, rising stars in the wine world, just lovely sort of recommendations for each region, for each, you know, kind of variety. And yeah, I just think it's a, it's a great, um, it is a nice, a great uh, publication. It's a nice, yeah. yeah I, I actually, I think you can get it online or physical copy. That's which, right, is, yeah. which is really good as well. So you can yeah. kind of suit your style. Um, a lovely gay, uh, lady, Kerry, gave me, um, I jumped on a, a message. She said she'd like 10 years worth of decanter, oh, decanter magazines. And I was like, I want them. So I picked oh, them right. up uh, and I have like five boxes of old mm-hmm. decanter magazines to scrapbook. And look, I love looking at old things like that to see oh, how, fab. you know, like obviously, you know, I'm a little bit odd like that, I think, but I love scrapbooking and seeing how things have evolved and changed, even like 
packaging and all sorts of stuff. And what's coming back into Vogue. Great. Um, great. Yeah, no, so that's brilliant. a great idea. Mm. dot com. Yeah, yeah, dot com. Or as I say, food and wine. Um, I don't know what how much coverage now food and wine have these days. Um, but uh, if you're into your food and I think obviously they, they do a few wine reviews and things like that. Um, I used to, uh, yeah, I used to buy that religiously. Um, yeah, but uh, I need even things like Jance's Robinson subscription or like there's any amount of them out there. It's a bit more technical now. It is, yeah. It's probably studying a little bit now if you're going to be going Janice Robinson. But if you know a wine lover who is studying any exams or anything, it's a lovely treat. Unless they can spend more money on wine and uh, you're after helping them with something else. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And in the same vein, I would suggest as well, maybe wine books. So Mm -hmm. this is obviously a gift for people who are into wine, because, you know, if you're going to read a book about it, you're, you've got some sort of level of interest, existing level of interest um, mm-hmm. in that kind of thing. But, you know, you can go as high level or as sort of introductory as you like. So um, I would say things like Wine Folly gives you like sort of a nice overview of, you know, grape varieties and regions. They've got lovely pictographs. Um, I would say um, also things like um, Oz Clark does great books on grapes. I think it's called Oz Clark on wine or, and there's another one, Oz Clark on grapes. What I love about Oz Clark is that he's, he's not, he doesn't get too technical. I mean, he's, he's kind of, his language is accessible, but also descriptive. So he makes even boring things sound interesting. You know, he's so dramatic. He's so colorful. He's just tells a brilliant story. Um, uh, Tim Atkin does sort of different publications on different regions. I mean, you can go then and drill down into different regions. So say if you know somebody who's really into their Bordeaux wines, um, you know, there's a great book Inside Bordeaux by Jane Anson, who's a real expert on Bordeaux and things like that. Or you could even go to things like sort of wine tourism. So like Lonely Planet Wine Trails. If you know somebody who's kind of wants to visit wine regions, um, it's the next best thing to sending them there, I suppose, is to be by by buy a book about wine regions. Yeah. So wine books, I think, are a great idea for anybody who's sort of semi-interested. I actually am going to throw this in here now. And um, as a Christmas gift from us, I actually have two copies of one of Oz Clark's books. Um, It is called, hold on, uh, The World of Wine. Okay. And I actually have two copies, one for myself and one as a gift for one of our listeners. So if people are listening and they'd like to email us saying ozclark at ourwinepodcast at gmail.com. We'll put you in a draw um, and you'll we'll do the draw on New Year's Eve. How about that? Brilliant. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fab. Um, um, yeah, so. yeah. And I have two more uh, to end with, I suppose. Um, there is, uh, if you want, Linda, you know, that trip to wine country, you know, oh, I'm open. Yeah. If you need a plus one. <laughs> no, but I mean, in your suitcase. Yeah. But no, I mean this for like if you wanted, to, if you were looking to buy something really exceptional for for someone special or just it's going to be like, I don't know, it's, a, I don't know, it's a special year or just you're, you want to, to do a big gesture. I mean, I was thinking of you and your birthday and you, you yeah. went to Bordeaux you that listen, time for your 30th. Listen yeah. back our favourite wine regions, you hear yeah. about that story. So it's a beautiful, amazing gift to get someone. Yeah. I mean, a trip to wine country, Bordeaux, Rioja, Tuscany, Jerez. There's just Porto. Porto. And, you know, places are so accessible. I mean, really, mm-hmm. you can get a Ryanair flight for 
you know, I think actually there's a flash sale at the minute with Ryanair and you can get really good fares to any of these regions. They're all very accessible. So, you know, don't rule it out. doesn't have to be mad expensive. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can kind of, you know, you don't might bit of it or say, here's a promise to exactly. kind of just yeah. plan it together or where you'd like to go and stuff. Yeah, no, 100%. Brilliant gift. Yeah. Brilliant. So even just, you know, here the flights. So, you know, we're going to Rioja in whatever, May next oh, year. Yay, let's go. <laughs> um, We're going to the next year for sure. I'll tell well, you yeah, you're like more than not. welcome anytime. Um, I'll be there. finally, sure. what have you got for us? Well, I was just going to say wine itself. It's the obvious one, but I would, I would think like, I was thinking of, you know, the options and, you know, there are great options there. So like, obviously bubbles are always, they're always celebratory and they're sort of a luxury item, a nice, you know, champagne or a nice cava or whatever. But also things like a magnum. We talked about magnums. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, they, they have that wow factor. You know, like you talked before about the Lafage Rosé magnums that just have the wow factor or like, a, a you know, a champagne or even, you know, the gold Bottega Prosecco in the magnum. Yeah. Just have the wow factor, you know. So I think that's a lovely gift. And then I was thinking about a particular vintage. So you... You brought this up previously as well. Um, obviously, there, you can buy a bottle of wine from a vintage that means something to somebody. But mm-hmm. if you're going to pick like a vintage like that co- coincides with their birthday or something like that back in the 80s, you're not, I mean, forget about really enjoying mm-hmm. the wine inside the bottle. And you mentioned this before, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what you said about it, though. You said that you often had people coming into you. Yeah, looking for a bottle that was like 30 and I said, maybe go whiskey or a vintage port or something like that's that. Right. Um, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Another whiskey. great idea for a gift. A question, question. Yeah. Would you prefer two bottles or one? Like two, in, like two, say, 20 euro bottles or one 40 euro bottle? I probably would err on the side of like one bottle of something very special. Yeah. You know, I think that as well for a gift. I think if you're going to someone's house for dinner, you know, ring two and a white and a red or a rose or whatever. But I think um, if, you, if you're getting somebody, if you're spending 40, 50 euro, imagine the wine that you could get for them that they possibly wouldn't purchase themselves. So yeah. just two I want to mention is Chateau Mousseur. Mm-hmm. It's something that Gorgeous. people wouldn't normally buy themselves. And it's a kind of interesting Lebanese wine that, you know, people appreciate even if they don't love it they go oh that's something special and I love um, a South African wine called uh, the chocolate block block yeah is that a block yeah yeah blend it's it's about 38 euro I think and I just think that's a really interesting Mm. wine that people wouldn't normally buy themselves and it's a bit of a treat so there Mm. too I I would I'll pop in comments where we can purchase them because I actually just threw them out the top of my head. Mm. Now. Not well, actually, head, we so. stock both of those. But Chateau Moussard, I mean, I've seen that in so many of the independents, McHugh's and yeah. it's in it's in Martins of Fairview. I think Baggett Street have it. And, but, but Chateau Moussard, I love that you mentioned that. That was my mother's favourite wine all the years back. Because, you know, there's a, yeah, because, um, you know, the Cedar Tree Lebanese restaurant, in town, yeah, yeah, yeah. and back in yeah. the eighties, this always astounded me. My my mom and dad used to go there for their sort of their <laughs> monthly sort of night out for dinner on a Friday night. They always went into the, the cedar tree for for a Lebanese meal, and they always had Chateau Moussard. And my mother loved that no, wine, I, so it yeah, it holds a special place in my heart. Oh, but I, I love I it. Have to give you, I swear, uh, this was planned. It wasn't planned. <laughs> no, it wasn't planned. But mm-hmm. it's um, it is a great wine because it is a take on a Bordeaux blend, 
you know, it's it's supposed to be sort of a classic style. But the fact that it comes from the Lebanon and that terroir, it has yeah. obviously additional complexity and probably Very weight there. Different. And yeah, yeah. So no, and it needs out. to have it. It needs to have a good few years on it before you open it up and definitely decant it as well. Yeah, so, uh, yeah we're selling the twenty fifteen vintage still now, which was a brilliant vintage there. And uh, you know, we yeah, we we sell it really well. Um, there, in one of the stores, a customer comes in every week and picks up two bottles. Very nice. There you go. Make friends with that customer. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think we have um, actually a final one. Their wine opener, um, mother and daughter duo. Um, they're in Dundrum. They're popping up all over the place. I think the one to watch. I have their electric wine opener. It's very good. And they've got a new range of gadgets that I haven't tried yet. So I can't recommend them. But the wine opener itself starts about 40 euro, maybe um. 45 now. And uh, yeah, I recommend that. I think we've done loads there. I think lots of people can have lots of ideas. No excuses. Wine lovers, family and friends. And um, (laughs) hint, hint, hint hint as well. (laughs) And uh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Great. No, I think we've boxed off loads. I think hopefully we've given plenty of ideas. Don't forget the competition. I just decided to do that. So I'll I'll pop that in the details again. But um, a book of Oz Clark's. I have two of it. So let me see. It's called... World of Wine, and I think it's worth about 30 euro. So, um, great. Pop us an email, send Oz Clark and our wine podcast at gmail.com. Cheers. Ab. And so, listen, we, we have one more Christmas bonus episode to do, which is all about bubbles, and we'll be releasing and we that. We promise one. that we don't mention the sherry because they don't do sparkle <laughs> wine, do they? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I can sneak that one in somehow, but anyway, we will, sure yeah, will. we'll, um, We'll release that later on in the week. So, yeah, looking forward to that too. So, yeah, have a good one. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Wine, the Long and the Short of It with me, Antonia Dominguez. And me, Linda Coogan, in proud partnership with Give Wine a Future.